0: Welcome in everybody. It's another episode of the DMVR Rapids Podcast. I'm your host, Mitchell Carroll, aka Merchell, aka Alejandro Garnacho Appreciator.
1: That was a sickle, by that way.
0: bicycle was just comma. It was cello-esque. Can you believe it? Today we have so much to talk about, and who better
1: to talk about it
0: with than the
1: fellas? Super Yaya,
0: how's it going, my friend?
1: I'm good, man. It feels like we haven't done a, a three-man pod in about a month. And I know that's not true, but it feels like it's been a while. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody, by the way. Wow, thank you. Just, I'm about two weeks
2: later. Happy Thanksgiving.
1: My guy,
0: I that appreciate that. A, this is actually
1: Pidsgiving. An,
2: an immediate, happy Pids giving
0: <laughs> such uh, an
2: immediate response. <laughs> wow, thank you.
0: <laughs> that guy who is was also very thankful for Yaya's uh, kindness and generosity. It's downtown Dwayne Brown. Oh, wow,
2: thank you. How you good doing, be, bud? Uh, it's good to be here. Uh, wow, well, thank you. Wow, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, thank you.
0: Um, man, so much to talk about today. So much to talk about. Um, the obvious, the presser, the introductory presser of Chris Armis uh, with Pork Smith. We also want to touch on some MLS news. There were some interesting Um, suspensions handed out by the league today and the MLS Players Association had some stuff to say about it. Some, I guess you could say spicy Twitter stuff going on that just kind of happened now. Yeah, some pushback on the presser, which is kind of interesting. And we'll Well, get into that. I think that's going to be segment two. Segment one, let's just get right into it, guys. Chris Armis introduced for the first time Said all the right things. Well, maybe I should ask you. Do you think he said all the right things? Dwayne, I want to start with your initial reactions to the Armist presser.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think he said everything he could say. I mean, you know, I, I really watched. The, so I watched the presser from here, um, and I really watched it kind of listening to the presser, but also splitting my time between the presser and the comments to see kind of how folks are reacting to uh, things just kind of kind of see where the vibes are at, you know, and the and the vibes were as the same as they have been. Um they're not sold, uh, you know, folks are not sold. And tell us in the, in in our chat here in the show too um what your reactions are. Um you know, but I think uh, Chris Armist did as, as well as he could, you know. This is, he's a brand new job and he's being Put in front of uh, the press and um, you know the Rapids fans who uh, care enough to be in the chat and and critiquing his every word. So um, I I thought he did a good job. You know, as as good as you can be. I was actually more impressed with his answers than I was with Poorig. Correct, um, correct. So I, I, I echo I that. Him credit, yeah, I give him a thumbs up on that. Uh, Porig's answers were very Poorig's answers. <laughs> We've heard that presser. Uh, for a million times already. Uh, and so, you know, hearing Chris's response to that was something new and, you know, new-ish.
0: Look, I mean, his his predecessor, Robin Fraser, was an expert on coach speak, right? Like yes. he he could answer he could give you four minutes without answering your question. Right? It does <laughs> feel
1: like <that. laughs> But it does and feel like that's, that's just what the rapids go for.
0: Sure, fact. but Chris did feel a little more um earnest in trying to answer the questions. Yeah. Right. Like, and you know, this is his first one, right? So maybe he's just putting it on now and then we're going to go back to the classic coach speak as we go, but, um, yeah. yeah. How how do you feel? Did this change anything about your feelings towards 2024? Your feelings toward our your feelings towards the front office, any of that? How do you feel? Does this change anything for you?
1: Yeah, it actually does quite a bit. Um, uh, I've, I'm in a completely different headspace. Um, and the fact that I don't know if Chris Arm is going to be in the position to succeed. I think okay. he said all the right things. Like he, I think he did what he had to do. I think he really gave us what we wanted to. Shout out uh, Burgundy Way for that uh, question about asking him about the fans. I thought he attacked that pretty well. Yeah. And hey, you know what, man? I get it. I'm a fan too. I like Chris Arm is the guy is a guy that I would go to war for. And I will say that I think he's a good guy. He's beloved by many. Um, he seems to be very well liked by everybody he's coached. That's totally. not man Manchester United. Um, <laughs> and I think that's one <laughs> thing that we can rely on is that locker room is going to be fun. I think the guys are going to buy into what Chris is selling. Now we just got to see if it's actually going to be a production and if he's actually gonna if he's going to be in a position where he can win and he can actually help this team make the playoffs and get to the next step. Yeah, look,
0: I don't know if there's anything like look, I feel like we're going to be having the same conversation that we had when he was hired, that we had the next week, that we're having this week and we'll have next week, right? Until the draft happens and until free agency happens and until some, you know, some actual movement happens, you know, like what what can change? Right? Like what conversation can we really have because it really comes down to how they fill out this roster. Do I think Chris Armas is the best choice? I think we're all on the record of saying pretty surprising choice to be the head coach, but he is the head coach now, right? Now you have to build a roster. And there's a lot of open spots on that roster. There's a lot of holes and there's a lot of money to be spent. Well, not a lot of money to be spent, but there's a lot of salary that went out the door, right? So now you can fill that in. There's a ton of possibilities. So how can we judge this team? All we can judge is this press conference. Chris Armas seems ready for the assignment, right? Like whether or not on the field we're going to see a 100% turnaround and we're going to see a top of the West Rapids roster. He seems to understand the fans aren't happy, the club is in a pretty bad spot coming off its lowest form, and he seems to understand that he needs that if he doesn't turn it around, he's in trouble career wise, and so is probably
1: Borg. Real quick, I just I had to look this up, and that's kind of all distracted a little bit. Sure. Chris Armis and uh, Robin Frazier played together for a year. Whoa! 96-97, uh, LA Galaxy. Really? Yeah. He's... So, that is fun. Like, look. That is... They are teammates. I wonder if he reached out, if there's any connection, and asked him, Hey, man, what was your time at the Rapids? I'm like? sure he did. Like, in a, again, it might be salty wounds from Robin Frazier, which I wouldn't blame him. Sure. But, like, it's also, like, I wonder how much how good of terms did he leave sure and how much did that kind of pull into it i and mean i
0: haven't talked to to fraser all we have post post job the only mm-hmm. thing we have from fraser is plone tweeting that he ran into him at the king supers down on spear mm-hmm. shopping and you know <laughs> he said that he was in a good mood you know i mean he has a pretty long-standing relationship with the post so i wouldn't be surprised if he was honest with him right yeah. and he seemed to be leaving on a good term um well, not good term. He got fired, but you know what I mean. I Better think, terms yes, than, we than you would think. Um, but for Armis, I mean, I am curious to to people in the in the comments and and just Rapids fans in general. Um, where are you? You know, we see someone. You know, Crash says he's pulling for Armas. Um, You know, I think our guy B Ray was, of course. You know, he thinks he's the most optimistic of anyone. Um, I'm mean, just curious uh, where you guys are at, Armas Ray oh that's in that that's b ray and the b stands for biggest armist supporter there we go um big old armist guy you know i was asking
1: you know i was trying to real real quick before we get any further okay you were out at the press room. i was you got to talk to him personally correct one thing that stood out so much uh was when you kept talking about um chris little and you said you've never seen anybody walk in mm-hmm. kind of command a room mm-hmm. give everybody the respect mm-hmm. How does that compare to a guy like Chris Armis? Sure. How does he? What vibe does he give in person? It's one thing to see so, through screen.
0: You know, today was a little more formal. Today was as as formal as I've ever seen anything out there. Mm-hmm. Right in terms of the setup, and they took the press room and turned it into you know like the the normal presser is a room across from the R two locker room mm-hmm. back behind the stadium. This was upstairs where the press you know in the press box, um, very buttoned up. They were behind a curtain. They came out did the presser, took the pictures and left, right? I mean, they shook hands, but it wasn't, you know, you didn't get the same impression. But the impression I have gotten from him and talking to people over there is he is, and he he did touch on it in the presser when he was talking about when he got to Leeds, right? And you had to hit the ground running and you had to be on par and you had to be on page. You had to know who is who. You had to uh, ingratiate yourself instantly. And I was sitting next to Keith Richards, our guy, shout out to Keith. And he said he was walking in, Chris was heading downstairs, he was heading up, and he goes, hey, Keith.
1: Okay. And he hadn't
0: met him, hadn't talked to him, and he knew who Keith was walking in the door. Um, He has done his homework, for sure. He is doing everything he can to, I already used the word, but ingratiate himself um, as quickly as possible, which, again doesn't mean we're going to get on-field results, right? None of these things are leading to on-field results, but it does uh, point in a direction of culture, you know? And and Porig really kept hammering that home, right? Really, really hammering that home is we need a leader in that locker room. Um, We need someone who's able to handle that community aspect and handle what is a, at best, rocky relationship, rocky relationship with the supporters group. I think with fans in general, it's sure, not just supporters. Right, right, right. right. Supporters in general. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's he definitely, he definitely is passing all those tests. But again, they're all very small tests, right? These are like the quizzes, the easy things, right?
1: Sure. So <laughs> the w- final is twenty twenty four season and how it goes. So that kind of leads me to another question I have. Sure, I unfortunately wasn't able to watch the full presser. I kind of right. was trying to get it because sure. I have other priorities right now, unfortunately. But wow, it's um. Unfortunately, I did say, dude. <laughs> Pitt's number one in my heart, not number one in my priority list, unfortunately. Um, the P in priority does not stand for Pitt. Uh, so I want to ask Dwayne, because Dwayne is a very optimistic guy, but lately he's kind of twisted a little bit more into that negative side because he does he does feel hurt. He does feel like he wants more from this team, which is completely fair. What's one, okay, what one thing that you heard from Aramis that gave you hope but what's one thing that made you question what's going on in the uh, that front office or that Colorado organization? I mean,
2: I, I'm not that I'm not as down on Armis as, as as most people are. Uh, at least from Twitter reactions, <clears throat> my thing with Armis is I probably won't have an idea on Armis or kind of a, a judgment or opinion until probably a quarter of the way through the season, because. We just don't know. It is impossible for me to pass judgment on Armis right now. Well, during Um, the
1: presser, was there anything that kind of, like, pushed you towards the right way or towards the wrong way?
2: I mean, the thing I knew I was going to like about Armis is that he is a very personable guy. Um, You know, I, I think that was clear in the, you know, in the little, in the release that the Rapids did with the short videos and stuff. Like, you can tell. Plus, you've heard it from other players who've played under him, um, but today when um, Pollard was asking the question about the fans being upset, you know, and he's like, you know, I'm sorry if there's a little poison in this question. And um, Chris was like, oh, that's the best you got. <laughs> you know, I mean here, The thing is, everybody, Chris Armis knows that you hate him. For like, sure. Chris yeah. Armis knows that he is the choice nobody wanted. And he knows that because everyone has been very clear that he is not the guy that anybody wanted. Uh, And so when he answers these questions and he he even puts himself on that stage, I mean, part of it's his job. Like, he knows what the thought is. I think he knows that it doesn't matter what he says. People have already made up their minds about Armis. Um, and, And, you know, what? there's... So in working with audience, this is a little bit of a tangent, but it'll make sense. Okay. (laughs) Um,
0: Hey, we're all for tangents here. We'll help we'll help connect the dots if it gets weird. In in my previous world,
2: (laughs) I I spent a decade on stage across the country working with audiences on all kinds of different stuff. Wow. There's 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 a thing that you need to know when you're especially when you're doing stuff where you're trying to win people over. Twenty five percent of the people are gonna love everything that you say. So these are the B rays. Um, you know, uh, are <laughs> uh, on the board. Audience. They're on board, right? They're they're Burgundy, you know, through and through. Twenty five percent are going to hate everything that you say. Um, it It's that fifty percent in the middle that really matters, right? Yeah. And that's true for anything that you're doing. Just so if you want a life tip, you know, like whether you're at work or or whatever, you're working with other people. You've got the 25% who have already made up their minds right from the beginning. It's that 50% in the middle. And I think when he starts to answer questions like, you know, oh, that's the best you got, is showing that he gets it. He knows what his reputation is coming into this. Um, and he I, I didn't get it. He could be very confrontational about it, um, or he can kind of roll with it, accept it for what it is. Be a little jokey, but not too unserious about it, and I think that's what he pulled off today. Um, you know, did he answer every question? Great. No, uh, there were a lot of non-answers by both Porig and and Armas, and uh, that's normal. Um, that's par for the course with these sort of things. But I think from a from a person perspective, he's a guy that I can get behind from a personality perspective. I don't know if he's going to be good at coaching. Right. I will let you know if he's good at coaching about a quarter to halfway through. I can say, well, we've seen half right. the season. Right. I can tell you as far as half of the season goes, this is how good he is. Everything Whoops. on his success <laughs> as a coach, you know, good or bad is not even all going to be about his coaching. It's going to be about what Porig is doing with this roster. In many ways, he is not set up to succeed that may change during the window uh, when we see who is brought in or who is not brought in. Um, I, I think he's doing the best he can with what he's got right now, which is a gigantic question mark on his roster.
1: So that actually, you seeing that, and this actually goes for Mitch, because Mitch is great at this. He came at <laughs> Matt and said, hey, you know what? Great questions, but that's the best you got. I don't understand. That, to me, tells me he has a different mentality. I'm not a big European soccer guy, but Mitch over here, and even Dwayne what kind of... Pre- Does the pressure lower quite a bit going from Leeds... Oh, you menu, mean in terms of
0: media? Media. Oh, and it's come, not even It's not even coming close. Coming to the
1: Rapids, who let's be honest, doesn't have a lot of media coverage nationally or doesn't get a lot of the hard questions thrown at it constantly. And it's not because of us. It's just it's kind of hard at times.
0: Right. The media setup, up, especially in the prem, and, and, I mean, especially when he was at United. But you... Um, it's, the NFL, it's like the NFL here, right? Like, it's they're ruthless. You get one question and those media members, you know, I don't want to speak for them. I don't know any of them. But they are... When you see, like, you know when, like, holding the high line or or one of us um, posts, like, hey, like, what questions would you have, right? Um, And you get those, like, insane Twitter questions that, like, obviously we wouldn't ask. That's what they get asked, right? Like, it is point blank. The pressure is, but also, like, that's all there is, right? Mm -hmm. Like, their, their other professional sports aren't, it, like, it, it's all there is. It's the NFL right? in the U.S. Yeah, and so, so yeah, here, like, you had, you know, you had some of the MLS, you know, MLSsoccer.com guys. You had, mm-hmm. you know, you had, like, 9 News showing up, and, like, that's about as much as you ever see, right? Like, this is the most pressure you're ever going to see, and, like, you know, you had our guy Pat Radigan who asked a pretty pointed question and kind of, mm-hmm. you know, basically called <laughs> called out Borg sitting next to him. And you had... um. Pollard's question and you had me asking him, you know, what it feels about, you know, job pressure or anything like that. And they're just able to skirt it a little easier than you can there. Right. Yeah, he has heard so much worse. So, 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 mm-hmm. so, so, so much worse. This is, this is nothing. Right. This, like does nothing. That,
1: does that either of you, does that make you feel better about our yes. myth? Does it make you feel like, okay, he can handle pressure a little bit more? This
0: is no, there is not pressure here.
1: Okay. Then I, that,
0: what,
2: pressure,
1: I what pressure, what pressure, what pressure? What what are you working? Like, this is the thing. The, we saw the, the worst
2: that could happen, and
1: I know mm-hmm. I'm leaving the combo to a little bit and <laughs> not
2: drop one more spot on the table. Yeah, that's, ex- yeah, that's the pressure,
0: <laughs> right? Like what? Like what? There's no relegation, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you can get fired. Like yep. a third of the coaches, more than a third of the coaches in the league did get fired. So we're not going to say there's no pressure, right? There is pressure. You lose your job, but this, I mean, no, it, even even the most riled up MLS fan base is is the tiniest fish in that pond. So I think
1: I've kind of taken over the hosting duties here a little bit. <laughs> but in the sec I want to do I want wow, so I questions. I want- I questions. So, so I do have questions because I wasn't able to be a part of this, unfortunately, because again the P doesn't stand for priority. Um but I would in the second hat in the second segment, because Mitch is gonna transition us to uh some internet spiciness. Yeah some internet it's gonna transition us to the next segment that yes. we have, um, do you want to do an ad read real quick before I have more questions about the press? Of and course. Then we get MLF?
0: Yeah, we got to talk about the friends that that keep the lights on here, and who is more of a friend to us? They feed me three to five
1: times a week. They also employed you for three. They to five employed years. me
0: for eight years. <laughs> who could it be? It is the homies, Illegal Pete's. Shout out, dude. We <laughs> love Illegal Pete's, man.
1: Would you rather eat an illegal or a Pete?
0: That uh, no comment. So <laughs> to,
1: uh, let's move on. There with the
0: is read. no comment. Um, I can say that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> from this episode of DNVR Rapids is brought to you by Illegal Beats. The Abs are back. The Nugs are back. Who else is back? Buffs basketball CSU basketball oh,
1: CSU wrecked the the ball. They won CSU It was
0: a pretty close CSU
2: basketball is They back did lose from the second I half but won the game
0: um, <laughs> you, you can become the MVP of your watch party uh, if you are getting together with your friends to watch the apps to watch the defending champion Denver Nuggets um, you can get a case OK so Are you guys familiar It is basically a briefcase filled with chips and uh, 32 ounces of queso. That is a lot. That is that is a lot of queso. Um, you can get a burrito box, which is that same box, just packed full of burritos. You can get party margs. It is a quart, no ice, filled to the brim. It, when you watch them make it, you are like, oh, that is a lot of tequila. <laughs> uh, they are so delicious. They've got you covered to fuel your crew. If you have tickets to any of those, right, like, any of those games, if you're yep. going to the Avs, if you're going to the Nuggets, if you're going to a Buffs basketball game, uh, women top 10 team in the country, um, go to illegal pizza before or after, show them your ticket, and you get a free house margarita or draft beer with the purchase of an entree. That is pretty good, real good. Um, that is their sound check promo, and we appreciate them. Uh, so much for doing that because we all love going to stuff. That's what, We're crazy fans. We want to go to games. We want to have fun before a game. We want to meet up with our friends that we're going to the game with. No better place to do it than Illegal Beats because you get full and then you get drunk for free. Win, win, win. I'm assuming the win is the nuggets. Yep, That's the third win in the win-win.
2: We're 32 ounces of queso. 32 ounces of queso. How much queso do you think you could eat in one sitting? I
0: could probably put down the 32 ounces 32 of queso if I had to. 32 ounces
1: of cheese. Well, what kind of cheese are we talking?
0: Please about? Please do not underestimate queso. the power of kind love, my friend. I um, was about to say. What
1: type of cheese are we talking about? Are we talking about that dank cheese? Are yeah. we talking about queso? Look, hey,
0: look, look. Queso is perfect. I'm not gonna let you besmirch queso. You get the um, dank cheese. Besmirching. You're besmirching.
2: Dwayne. I'm just curious. Like that's a lot. That's a big. That's that's like a. It's two pints. It's like a an, an extra large, pints. extra large big gulp. Yeah. One time we cool. had one Melty time cheese.
0: one time we had someone drunk at the bar asked for a pint glass of queso and they tried to drink it and it was one of the funniest oh, things that's ever let's happened. Let's go. I love that. Um, I love that for shout the people. Out. I hope that person's okay. Um <laughs> I'm just glad Wherever you, you went. I'm just glad you went for it.
1: <laughs> also real quick before we go any further guys, well, have don't one forget- more. Oh, we got to Oh, we got to now. Let's go. New friends to the pod. New friends.
0: Breckenridge Distillery so we were talking about food. Now we're talking about booze. Breckenridge Distillery is a fantastic holiday gift. You have Breck Bourbon, which is the official bourbon of the Denver Broncos. Um, they have Broncos. You, have you seen the bottle? You've seen the bottles. We have the label is Broncos. Yes, yeah, Broncos so, bourbon. I they got the old school logo. Twice a
2: day, every day. Wow. Good for you, man. If you got a Broncos fan <laughs> in your life. What, um, what a great stocking stuffer. Oh, it's, perf- it's a, a it bottle is, of...
0: It looks good on the shelf. If you yeah. have a, you know, like me, where you have to have Zoom meetings and, and remote pods, you can put a bottle of Broncos bourbon behind you. It looks great. Um, you can win two tickets <laughs> to the Breckenridge bourbon whiskey suite for the Broncos versus Chargers game. New Year's Eve. That's fun. New Year's Eve Broncos game against the silly Chargers. I yeah. love that. I can't really, like, say they're hated because... You have to be loved to also be hated. No, you don't. And who loves the Chargers? No one. I
2: love their logo.
0: Their logo's great. Their Their jerseys are great, but their team is boring and they stink. So, um, go Broncos. Um, (laughs) um, You post your favorite Broncos photo to Instagram and Facebook using hashtag Broncos bourbon um, on 12-1. So, you have two days. It will be narrowed down to 10 favorites, and then fans will vote from the 4th to the 10th. Most votes, votes wins tickets, and distillery slash Broncos swag to enter Breckenridge distillery.com slash bourbon of Denver Broncos. There is a new vodka commemorating the first white alternate Broncos helmets, the Broncos blizzard. Uh, so check that out. If you're a vodka
1: person, are you guys vodka guys? I'm a bat. Va- I'm a vodka guy. Anything clear. I'm clear. I'm tequila vodka. I like clear moonshine. Give me that. like, I'm not a big booze guy.
0: You're a rum guy. Yeah. The rum is gone because Dwayne.
1: Diet Coke Yeah, Yeah. That's true. DC's forever. Um, And uh, real quick before we go any further, uh, give us a like, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and give us a five-star review on our podcast. Correct. Breckenridge Distillery
0: is the world's highest distillery founded in 2008, most widely known for their blended bourbon whiskey, high rye mash, American-style whiskey. Our Breckenridge bourbon is one of the most highly awarded craft bourbons in the United States. Brex Distillery is more than award-winning spirits. They have an immersive guest experience you can eat at the award-winning restaurant, enjoy cocktails, and learn about their highly awarded spirits with an in-depth tasting and get an inside look at their active production facility. New to the distillery, guests have the opportunity to blend their own whiskey as they learn the inner workings of whiskey production. Uh,
1: That's super cool.
0: Are you guys seltzy boys?
1: Yep.
2: Nope.
0: I am. Well, this is for Yaya. <laughs> I'm a booth, man. Uh, Ricky Seltzers, which we have bucket deals downstairs in the DNVR bar, are uh, it's basically a canned cocktail made with Breckenridge Spirits. They will be at our Broncos tailgates and DNVR bar watch parties all year long, so be sure to grab a taster. Breckenridge Distillery products are available in all 50 states. Shop your local retailer or visit Breck- dis- BreckenridgeDistillery.com for home delivery of award winning Breckenridge Spirits.
1: Apre anywhere. Boom. Fire. Heat. Let's get fire, heat, flame, and we do all that get thing. Get to
2: Yaya's questions.
1: So, got two questions that will lead us up to some more heat that came up on Twitter. Okay, but first, I want to discuss a couple of things. Okay, we're kind of transitioning into the Porik side of the press right now. We did a okay. whole armist thing. We we hear pork talk, and one thing that <laughs> stood out to me quite a bit was playoffs. are expectations. Yes, that is a fifty-fifty thing, basically, which is hit front office has to do their part, and then correct. The team has to do their part. Mm-hmm. How realistic are the playoffs to you after hearing them talk today? I mean, look, if you can't make the playoffs when
0: 60% of the league makes the playoffs, right, the playoffs are realistic to me. Okay. Because that bar is very low when it's down to the 10th seed mm-hmm. can make the playoffs. You can be 10th. You can be double digit in the standings and make the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Right? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Top. Yeah. 10th. You get
1: you you enter the wild card basically the. 10th. Tenth. The play in.
0: If you can't be 10th, you should not be running a team. If you can't build a 10th place roster. Especially after Pricey, who love him, but he's gone. Yep. Right? He was injured. Right? He wasn't helping. Yep. Not because he couldn't, but because he was physically out of the game. He's out. You can replace that spot. Rubio out. You can replace that spot. Lewis likely out. You can replace that. I mean, we we could go over. We should probably go over. Have we done one since the decisions came out? Have we done a show? Uh, since not yet. Since? We'll so, get so let's go to, over we'll, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get that
1: a little bit more into it. Yeah, I kind of want to talk about again sure. the spiciness and what we'll kind of. But lead I guess into that. my whole point is that. Yes, I would expect playoffs next year because these guys
0: are both, I think, working for their careers at this point. I,
1: I think Jobs Porting. I think will have a good career regardless. Sure. Yeah. he'll go
0: somewhere. He can get back into more like the governing side of things. Arby's UEFA associations. Armis, man, like for. this is big for him. But yeah, dude, I think I think I I say yes playoffs. I said it before. I'll say it again. But I have to see the roster first. Okay, right? we still have a month before we really know. You know any big names coming in, and there's some stuff we can talk about. Certainly, there was a little rumor that
1: popped up that I saw. Um, but let's. Um, what about you? What about you, Dwayne? How much do you think playoffs are? And then I, well, I'll end this little playoff talk because I want to ask. How important or do know no, no, think real, we're going? how realistic do you think playoffs are?
2: Uh, again, it's roster or bust. Uh, it's not playoffs or bust. It's roster or bust. And if Porig makes moves and fills those positions that we lost, um, then we have a chance. Um, we should have a chance because, like Mitch was saying, it's not that hard. It's harder to miss the playoffs in MLS than it is to make the playoffs. And that's the state of the club right now. Um, Right now, on this day, that is the state of the club. We are not a playoff team right now. Um, It is all roster or bust. If the front office makes moves and puts together a team that gives Armis a chance to coach this, you know, High press, you know, quick turnaround, get the ball back and in motion within seven seconds, type Armas ball, then sure, we have a good chance. Um, but I'm not going to put that on Armis until he has players to work with.
1: Correct. So. If I'm honest with you guys, I think playoffs are super unrealistic. Wow. I really do. Because I've been the one that's been saying, show me who you are and I'll believe you. I believe they were a good team because of 2021. Mm-hmm. Showed me 2022, they weren't a playoff team. Mm-hmm. 2023 comes around, showed me they weren't a playoff team again. Sure. So, through, due to recent history, three of the last can three I, years, can I just play devil's advocate with your point there? No, no, yeah, there? yeah, of course, of course. Go ahead. That's I in the podcast we got to talk it out.
0: Look, <laughs> if Fraser, I I have all the respect in the world for Fraser. I think he's going to be a successful coach for a long time. That that was done, mm-hmm. right? That didn't work. It didn't work here. It can work somewhere else, probably. But that was done. The culture was abysmal. Mm-hmm. The vibes were terrible. That was excised. We saw two months of growth. We saw two months of... I'm not going to say positivity, because it's not. they weren't even a 500 team in that time. But we saw players playing better. We saw players more engaged with media, with fans, with the team. Um, so I guess... Yes, they showed you who they were, but that's not who they're going to be next year. Right. I mean, we we know how huge of a roster turnover. There's going to be new coach, all that stuff. So can you use 2023 to inform 2024 at this point?
1: My thing is I can because the people that are in charge that created sure. the roster. Sure, 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 sure. And that's what I'm looking at. And, that, again, I'm not saying that Porig can turn the tides because he did have some good signings in Maxu. He brought in Bommy, Ronin. Yeah. He's had – That was Cole three hits. At. Yeah, and he, Cole bringing him back and having – being able to Cole do Four. his thing. Four hits. Yeah, exactly. So, again, I'm not saying, like, Porig is bad. Goodman is, like, five. He has hits. I'm not saying he does it. The thing is, are they hit enough to make a playoff team? In the last two years, when he's done that, brought in good players, they still haven't made it. And some of that does fall on coaching. It falls on players. It falls on everything, of course. But I'm going based off that decision. If it were up to me and I want to get what you guys think, if it were to me chances the Rapids to make the playoffs in 2024, I'm going to give it a 20% chance. One out of five. That means if they play the season 10 times, they'll make the playoffs twice. Interesting. What about you guys? Interesting. This year was. We're 2024. What are the chances right for 2024? now? 2024?
2: That's like two years from now.
1: That's next year.
2: It's 2023. Oh, it's 2023 right now. Man. <laughs> i was. Yeah, yeah. I was living in the future. He's just bringing me along. <laughs>
1: Yo, I'm just Look, blind. I didn't look. i <laughs>
2: I'm we
0: can all percentages.
1: percentages. I, I want to know what you think. Like, legit, right know, now, know, right know, now. Have... No, no, but again, I know we don't know because there's a lot of X yeah. factors. I mean, with but... the current roster, there is no current roster. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm wondering. Saying. With looking the current
2: roster, it's 0%. We don't well, no, even have like that's, a full But this is the exercise. Starters.
1: But this is the exercise, though. I, I want to, you looking at the front office and you trusting them, when you trusting Armis and looking at what is there in place and what they can build around, what do they have? What are the chances they need? Armas
0: spoke directly to this today right and he was asked about the process these first 30 60 90 days to build this team to be ready for 2024 and i know no one ever wants to give Porg credit for building a top of the conference team but he did he did, he has built a very successful team now did he try and ride that a little too long obviously <laughs> right like he he i think he confused the peak with the average yeah. And we've kind of we don't have to relitigate that again and again, but there are people in that room that have built successful teams.
1: Okay. No, you're, right? that's fair. Completely and fair.
0: Armis has been a part of a lot of successful teams both as a player and a coach. Correct. So am I going to just assume that everything Park does in the offseason is going to be bad? No.
2: No, no. Am I course. going to
0: assume that everything he does in the offseason is going to be good? No. Also, no, it's probably going to be a mixed bag. He will probably bring in two impact guys that are really good, and he'll probably bring in one or two stinkers.
1: Again, and that's completely fair, and I'm okay with that. Like, I'm not. This is not me trying to bag on Porig. It really isn't. I know it sounds like it. I like Porig. I think he's brought in good players, but that's what I want to see. Like, what's your conf- reading? Seeing this team. Lean Armis, seeing, Armas, seeing right. how they spoke. What are the chances the team is going to be built correctly and they make the playoffs?
0: I mean, making the playoffs built correctly aren't necessarily the same thing because you can be tenth at
1: forty-four okay. points. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. Like, what are the chances both things happen? That's what I'm trying to. So, ask. so, so basically, you're saying a home playoff game? No, no, just a the playoff. They'll like, make oh. the playoffs. Okay, so what are your, you? What do you put that percentage-wise? I think they make the playoffs. So it's hundred percent.
0: No, it's probably in the realm of seventy-five to eighty for me. Seventy-five. What about you doing?
2: I'm at fifty percent until fifty-fifty
1: roster.
2: I mean, I like this. It's an impossible question.
1: We're like this. We're we're spread out. Like I like that. I'm low end. You're on the high end, (laughs) and and it's It's not that that
0: I'm high on it. It's that it's not hard to be a playoff team. It's we need to change the we need to change the question because I posted that on. You know, as soon as or as soon as Porik said that, I posted it and said like, "What are you you guys buying that it's a playoff team?" A lot of people said no, but some I and I would have to scroll through all these notifications to to see who said it. But someone was like, "It's not hard to be a playoff team. So why is that the expectation? You can be tenth and be a playoff team. We need to change the question. The question shouldn't be playoffs
1: because if you're not playoffs, you're getting fired, right?" So eighth then because that's not a play in, that's a play off team. Yes, you should be out of the play in. Okay, so eighth. No, sixth. I thought the oh six. So you think Or <laughs> what are the chances they're a sixth-place team? Is that lower? Yeah, that's probably lower. That's probably 50-50 until I
0: see the I'm,
1: i I would lower mine to 15. 10 to I don't seven. think
0: it's hard to get there.
1: I just don't think it's that hard to build a mid-table, mid-conference team. My whole thing is that if it does ha- if it does happen, I'll eat crow. More than I'll I'll put any bet you want on it. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Sure. And then I'm okay with that. I'm okay with eating crow. Okay. That's my biggest thing. That's the only thing.
0: Okay, let's talk about let's talk about Porg real quick. Let's talk about his answers because there's an interesting. My one. question, and I'm gonna find it because uh Brendan Plone was nice enough to put a transcription including my question. Um, I questioned the process of we, you know, all of those finalists outside of Armis were um, Prospects mm-hmm. is what you would call them coaching prospects. Yeah. Some were interesting, some were less interesting, but all of them would give you a pretty long runway to say we're building something here, right? But when you go to a guy who has had multiple stints as a head coach, you're basically saying we're bringing this guy in in spite of the Toronto era. Yep. You're saying we're winning now. And he said that, right? Um, but I was, I asked specifically, are you giving fans a runway? Right. How long should the runway be? Should the fans mm-hmm. expect success immediately? Do you feel any pressure of your job? Does that change the pressure going with him over a longer-term prospect coach? And he basically, I mean, he did answer and say, look, we're going to be back in the playoffs next year. But he really dodged the question, which makes me feel like, yeah, he does feel the pressure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Because the the way to not address it, right? He's like, playoffs, we're playoffs, we're going to the playoffs. We think he's a leader, we both, you know, whatever he said. He basically said the same thing 20 times. Yeah. Um I I think he feels that pressure. But he didn't really answer. It. And that was the answer I really wanted. Was why did you not give yourself a longer runway here? Why did you not extend this longer where you can avoid a bad start mm-hmm. because you know that there's gonna be growth with a guy like Ka, with a guy like Juarez, with a guy like Wilshire. Yeah. Yeah. Coaches like, not saying that it's any of them. Um, I just don't understand why he... That is what comes back to me about this whole hire. And yes, we have to talk about about Armis as the coach. But when you take a step back and say, why is he the coach? Why did he not give himself a longer runway? Yeah. Right? Like, why, why do you not want to ensure your position for as long as possible? Because if Armis is Toronto 2.0. If we're 11 games in and it is, and you're losing by six goals, it's over. Yep. This fan base is going to revolt. They're going to burn DSGP to the ground. It is going to be absolute chaos. And he really sidestepped that question. And I wanted to know. Yep. And now all we can do is infer and guess, right?
2: Yeah. It's Honestly. not a confidence builder. No. And, and, and that's, you know... I don't think that's unique to the Rapids. I don't think it's unique to Porg. But when when the questions that matter are always non-answers, there's nothing for us to build any hope moving into the season on. And not that I expect him to say, oh, well, here's the players that we're targeting right now. Because obviously for negotiations and sneakiness to get them from other teams, you can't do that. Um but I think we're at the point, uh, from a fan base perspective, where I think we both have earned and deserve some concrete plans versus non answers and using the word everybody, you know, rapids way, rapids way, and you know, tradition, distraction, or whatever the word was, deception. Or- something about was. deviation deviation like from the <laughs> it's just i think the macro for me yeah. the macros the micros i can't handle any more like front office speak no. i need i need answers and i need to know a concrete plan for me to be all in you know and it's I just I don't know what the selling point right now is other than we got a coach that nobody wanted. Our roster, the two heartbeats of the roster are gone. We got a whole bunch of holes, a couple of young kids. Stingy uh, but, ownership. You know, that it, 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 there's, yeah, ownership that doesn't spend money and uh, players for our team that probably would not be starters anywhere else. Uh, that's not... A, a very high floor to build from so in these pressers I just need I need I need something you know like it's the the front office speak to me um, it's we've heard it before like let's let's get the train moving you know like just stop like let's get to it we're already behind let's let's get it Mm-hmm. I think,
0: and look, it really sucks to be reductionist like this, but it really just comes down to the fact that we're going to be having this conversation for another couple of weeks. Yeah, and that's right? fine. And maybe right. we can preview some free agency and some you know roster moves, but for the most part, we're not going to know anything. Like, yep. We're just going to be sitting here being like, do you think it was a good hire? Here's why I think it was a bad hire. Here's why I think it was a good hire. Because it's so far away from anything of, of any tangible result, right? Sure. For Porg to prove that it was a, a down year and not the norm,
2: mm-hmm.
0: we have about a month. For Port, for Armis to prove that Toronto was not his norm, we have about eight months, I would say, right? You have about till the end of the summer window to really know. Maybe even a little earlier, June. Whenever June is from now, so
2: many I questions will, will, I will be say answered April. by
1: June. I think April's my cutoff personally because you've
2: got Navajo, yeah, uh, bringing a hefty price tag. Can he make
0: Rafa y- good? You've got, got Armis.
2: You've got Sydney. Uh, there is so many questions that it sucks have it. Oh, critical we have deadlines. Yeah. that happen in June yeah, it's 2024. So
0: f- it's so far from now. It
1: sucks. Yeah. There's no it stability. Sucks.
0: I'm like so not excited to just. Go in these circles.
1: You and know what I mean? Real, like, real quick on that, that Dwayne said that coach talk. I have a different name for it that I'm not going to say on here. You can curse. It's okay. No, it's not even cursing. I just, I'd rather not say it if you want to hear well, what it is. that's
2: front office talk. Not like, even. That, well, yeah, I, know I thought what, Armist yeah. did a good job of trying not to do coach speak.
1: Today. Exactly. And but my whole thing is that you're right, Dwayne, that you want plans. When you look at teams that have been successful in Colorado the last three years, two years including new coaching hires and when you come with coaching hires of a uh, coach uh coach prime and sean Payton, what's the first thing they say man they're blunts they tell you this is not a good roster this we gotta fix things we're going to do things right. They're blunt about the things they're saying. And even you look at Mike Malone, Mike Malone is super blunt. Mm-hmm. Jared Bednar might be a good guy, but he, if he doesn't like something, he'll make it he'll make it known. And that's what I, and again. Those it, guys have both been in position now for almost a decade. They have, but this Armis hasn't even met the roster yet. But this is the thing that I'm saying. <laughs> like, what about let's talk about Prime then. Prime came in and he's like this is all wrong. Same thing with Sean. They might have yeah, a little bit right. more. They you're might right. have a little bit more yeah, but respect. They won like four games. But but the, again, but this, regardless, no, we don't think like he's like no no. Not- but <laughs> even that's four. You know, months, know, my thing is like that's, he's that's coming and not- saying
2: I'm gonna switch this whole roster, and it's like okay, you won four games. Like, but that's so, I mean, four, four that's more. That's
1: best four time. times more than they won last year, and they will yeah. way better culture. And this is my thing. I'm not saying that like it's a low bar, man. It's to me, it's not. You got a low
2: bar with the Rapids.
1: To me, it's more like I'm with you, Dwayne. Like, I agree with you. What I want is concrete, and I want a little bit more, like, hush. But when you're talking about things and saying, hey, this is what I think is wrong, and this is what I'm going to fix. And you're right. Like, it, sometimes it does require, and maybe it's not Armin's, but maybe it is Porik doing that because Porik has been here longer. He has known this roster, and he knows what's going on. Maybe it does fall on him that he should Porik's have a little bit more that. been here a long time. Exactly, and that's again—that's my only thing. It's a I really just,
2: long time, and I just
1: want a really long soccer time. Soccer
0: years—it's it's really long
1: in, in the MLS specifically. I mean, and, and fire happy. League. It's
0: generally what like three years is the life cycle of any program, Pretty much even yeah. at the big clubs. You know, outside of City and Liverpool, it's three years. You know what I mean? It's three years. It's a new coach. It's a new captain. It's a new star player, um, and I. And in part, I think that's why we're here is because. They didn't recognize that, and they rode the high of twenty twenty one into the ground, right? And didn't keep that rotation going, keep that three year window as a three year window, as a three year window, year after year pushing it and sliding it and changing things through that. Um, I don't, I don't know, and maybe we'll end it with this before our last ad read and, and the third segment. I saw some reactions to it were like, "Oh, all he said was he was a yes man." Or like you're saying, where they didn't just come out and say and mm-hmm. would be very blunt about it. What would he have po- what would Chris have po- what would he have gained? Not Chris, it's, I think it's poor or Porig from just coming out and burning it to the ground today. I don't think it's what would it have, it. What, what good could have come yeah. from that? I don't what think what else bur- would we
1: expect? But the thing is I don't think you should burn it, but I think be a little bit more honest. I think and being more like reflective on what you also it didn't hit on with a knife. I don't think it's pretty nice. I just want reflection. I want a little bit I less think, beach I think, of less coach speech. I think we went got wrong. a little I bit of that. I think we
2: got a little bit of that from Armis. And, you know, a statement. I mean, he was he was very quick to say, like, when the, they were talking about what's, what's the squad going to look like and where are we going. You know, he had mentioned the statement of, you know, um, I expect to be, I, I'm paraphrasing here, but he's very quick to say I expect to be working you know, be a part of the roster conversation. You know, with the window coming up, and and he was very upfront about that. So, um yeah, you know, I, I do feel like he said some of those things. You know, it's just I feel like he didn't sort know. of admit. To me, he to, admitted, me admitted. It's, to me,
1: it's, sure, it's not To me, it's sure. And speaking really.
0: just to Porig, yeah. we did kind of get that in the second, the the post, uh, the post Fraser firing press conference that we got. Mm -hmm. I think he was very candid about how disappointed he is in the state of the team and how it is his job to write it right now. Does that, I don't know if I'm not saying that needs to give anyone faith in it happening. um, But he certainly spoke to needing to address the systemic failure, whether that was the on-field product or, Um, you know, behind the scenes kind of stuff. I do think he spoke to it, but that's not what today was necessarily about. And I think there's gonna be plenty more opportunities to sort of hear those things, you know, as we move forward. Um, But we have to get to it. We have to get to it. It's it's all Twitter's talking about. So we're going to get to it here in a second. Um, But first we got to talk about our friends at game time. We love game Game time. time. We love game time. Um, We were talking about going to all those events today, right? How do you go to those things? Game time. Game time. Rapids games also like $15 on game time. Have you? I remember when the Nuggets were first getting to become the new Nuggets, right? They were first in the West. Everyone was so excited. And we were looking for tickets to go to that Warriors coming into town. Warriors were the second seed. Yep. Right? The Kevin Durant peak of their powers, Warriors. And the game sold out, obviously, very early in the season. And so we were scrambling to find tickets. It was a total pain in the ass. Um, Ended up being a really bad game. Doesn't matter. We were so excited for them to be good and to go to those games. Um, You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to a big event, right? Game time is fast. It's easy. You buy your tickets for all sports, music, comedy, theater, events near you. Killer last-minute deals. All-in prices. Views from your seat. Which I think is so dope. That you can click on the seat and see what it looks like, see the view of the field from where you're sitting or will be sitting when you buy those seats, and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes all of the guesswork out of buying those tickets. Um, what are some things that we like about the Game Time Act experience? Flash deals—they tell you instantly what the yep. cheapest ticket is. Yep. Instantly, you just open it up. I mean, I'm doing it right now. We're going to game time. Oh, the Nuggets are playing this week. Man, I'd love to go to the Nuggets game on Friday. Oh, let's let's say this next week, next Friday, Rockets at Nuggets. Cheapest ticket, fourteen bucks. Not bad.
1: Great, great. Awesome. Price. Says it
0: right there. It's the all-in price that I like. Right? It tells you right there total price. That's all. The fees, all all the bullshit they tack on when they find the tickets at other sites, and you can buy them there, it's the way to go. Easy to find, easy to buy, all in. It just makes it so much easier. Um, So whether you're buying holiday gifts for friends or family to go to a game... you can find all those exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, soccer, comedy, theater, and more. With Zone Deals, you can pick the section and Game Time picks the seats for an average of almost 20% savings. And the Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. They're going to actually give you more than the difference because they feel bad that they couldn't give you the best price.
2: How awesome is that? It's a lot of confidence in what they what they do.
0: You take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code DNVR for twenty dollars off your first purchase. That Rockets game next week that I was just talking about. You are all in after fees and using your DNVR code. You're sitting there for thirty total dollars with a friend watching Nikola Jokic do Nikola Jokic things. That is awesome. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code DNVR for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Okay, let's talk about it. This is from. The Brantley. This is from, yeah, from Jeff, Jeff Brantley, Brantley, man in the cage. Actually, really cool dude. I've talked to him a couple
1: times. Really enjoy him.
0: Jeff, if you're listening, come on the pod. Um, he says, this is on his Twitter account. Listening to Porig Smith talk about the departures of Diego Rubio, Jack Price. It sounds like Price leaving was a lot about him wanting to be closer to family. Rubio, though, he alluded to him not fitting Armis' system of play. Hashtag Rapids 96. The first response from Diego Rubio, crying, laughing emoji, crying, laughing emoji, crying, laughing emoji, crying, laughing emoji. The second response, Jack Price, pricey boy, hand on the face emoji. Yeah. That's my initial reaction. Why? Why? He <laughs> didn't have to say any of that. I did ask the question, and this is why this came up, yeah. right? And and I'll even say it because Plone just tagged me with, the, um, with the, the transcript of the question, so I'll read it out here. I asked, with Jack Bryce the captain leaving, with Diego Rubio leaving, you obviously lose a lot of leadership and on-field vocal leadership. What are some of the plans to replace that? Is it internally free agency or transfers? Did that factor into Chris's hire of losing those two players, as you mentioned, his leadership qualities? He then, instead of just answering the question about leadership, finding a, a captain-level player in free agency or, or just going into the question, he goes out of his way and says that, you know, thanks them for their time here. Price wanted to go home. Rubio being injured and not being a great system fit, he let him move on to another opportunity. Why? Why? Dwayne, why would you say that if it's not
2: true? Because that's Why? What, that's what this front office does sometimes. Uh, <laughs> and and I hate it. I mean, I saw that, you know, I mean, I immediately uh, took a screenshot <laughs> so we have it for the show. Uh I mean, it's it's no secret to anyone who knows me or has watched or listened to the show. There are 3 rapids that I would die adore for. to the end of time. They are Drew Moore, Jack Price, and Diego Rubio. Drew retired, so he's off the hook.
0: I talked to Drew today. So awesome, it, great guy.
2: But Jack and Rubio uh those those were just heartbreakers. For me and lots of people, um, lots of people listening to our show, lots of people who don't listen to our show that are just Rapids fans, um, they were truly hearts of the club for years. And um, I don't like that they're gone. Um, And we tried to make excuses for why they're gone. Uh, You know, it's injuries or it's this or it's that. And then we get another excuse from the front office and then the two guys call him out on it um, you know as as Dustin is saying in the
1: chat it is a damning response uh, oh truly you want to know something that angers me a little bit more than that uh, what? That's weird Yeah, he called Rubio the 10 he was at his be- his best season was at the 10 but that makes me mad it pisses me off if you knew he was a 10 why didn't you get a nine to help him at the 10 that's the annoying part to me. I that mean, that he specific. got
0: Zardes and then he got Rafa. He didn't not get strikers, but he didn't help him when
1: he needed. Again, I, just, I think Zardes was. That's a, great. a bit revisionist. I think no, he it, did
0: get strikers for no,
1: him to play. I think like he got he got Rafa, but he knew he was gonna move on from Rubio this year. He probably did, yeah. Yeah, and then you got Zardes, and then you let him walk the year that after Rubio having hey, a great year. Hey, look,
0: you just look up Zardes' stats right now from his season in Austin. I think that's a bullet avoided.
2: It, you, you don't know that he might have been good on the Rapids.
1: It's yeah, very I would beginning.
2: like to know how many goals Zardes had because I bet it's still.
1: He probably would be leading he the team. See, he I'll look it up. Keep, yeah. going. I'll so I'll look know, keep going. look it
2: up. Again, let's.
1: Again, that that just kind of like All got into my context. skin a little bit because like you had Rubio here for longer than just those two years. But regardless, looking at this team, looking at saying that about Rubio and Price, the dam- <laughs> the thing is, it's a damning. The damning part of it, it, the damning part of this whole statement is more that. The player just responded and said it wasn't true, right? That's the thing that hurts the most. The player saying, hey, this isn't true. How many goals, Mitch? He would have tied Cole Bassett for the team lead in goals scored with six. Yep.
2: And 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 it would have have been more with lied on the pitch.
1: I lied. So so was it a bullet (laughs) avoidant? You're right. You're right. I'll take that one. I'll take that one. But again, at the end of the day, I'm more just... Part of me is like, I get that you had to move on from these players. We yep. as fans did it. I understand. The damning part is that how you said that it feels like it's a lie. And that he, and then now the players don't, that it feels like it lost a little trust with two club legends. Ugh. You know, it, I don't yeah. know that if you guys feel the same way, but it feels like that. Like there's yeah. a little bit of like, we, we were cool, but I don't know why you yeah. would say something like that.
0: Okay, real quick. Let's hit on two things. I'm just going to ask you one. I'm going to ask you the other, and then we'll get something in on the third. you want to do player roster next week? We'll do roster next week because we have about three minutes yeah. to get out of here. Um, Miazga suspended for the semifinal, and if they make the cup final, the cup final for going into the ref's locker room after the game. Yaya, your reaction, and did you see the MLSPA statement?
1: Uh, I didn't see neither of them. I know you tweeted them out. I yeah. don't know how to read, unfortunately. Sure. Um, either way... I'm, I'm down with the, the, PA, the PA statement coming in here and defending their player. Dude, I like that. I love when the organizations that you're a part of actually do something for you. And that's, I think, something that MLS needs a little bit more. I think they yeah. need to stand up for their players more. And I really do appreciate that from the MLS PA. Uh, Dwayne
0: Saltini in Vancouver, who went out in the most epic playoff flame out of all time gets suspended one game for his red card and five for his comments on the refereeing
2: after the fact.
0: Your thoughts on such a severe penalty?
2: Uh, Worth it. Anytime you can call out MLS's crappy refs uh, (laughs) is worth worth all the suspensions you want to bank up. Hell yeah. Because uh, pro referees, MLS referees stink. There's so much data to pull out To back him up on that. So good for him. I think we talked earlier in the show about how we're tired that, you know, MLS coaches kind of do coach speak and it's a little feistier at Premier League level. Yeah, Um, This is an MLS coach who's had enough and was finally honest about it. And and good for him. Uh, I salute you. Enjoy your time off. You've earned it. Uh, go to a movie, new Godzilla movies coming out. Hell yeah. Uh, enjoy your time.
0: <laughs> um, last one Doyle. Remember, ML- the, the one of the MLS news breakers. Extra time. Links Dax McCarty to Colorado. How do you feel about that? Obviously, I think he would pair pretty well with Ronan and Bassett if there was a backbreaking six behind him.
1: You want you want my real opinion of this? Yeah, that's why I'm uh, asking. Fuck it, we ball.
0: Okay, Dwayne, how do you feel about McCarty as a p- potential midfield addition?
1: I'd rather have Jack Price.
2: If you're gonna trade one old guy for another old guy, keep the guy you had, who everybody loves. Thirty-six year old is it, stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a really and good point. You know, it's uh, that's he is as loved in Nashville as Jack Price was here. So you keep Jack Price, uh, but you didn't. Um, so I mean, Dude. I don't know, dudes. There's, I mean, he is a legend in Nashville. Like, he's Jack Price in Nashville. So, it's concerning that they are happy to cut ways with him. Sure. uh, Without like very dangerous injuries, you know, that Jack had. Like, the Rapids can use that as an excuse, but Nashville cannot. So, that's worrisome for me. But, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, We got to do something. If he's not a starter, I'm down. Honestly. If you're
0: bringing him for leadership and rotational, I just want veteranness. Some, sure, I, 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 want, if I want. It's my not veteran,
2: I want my veteran leadership to be here for more than a season. One of the things I don't like the Rapids, you know. Yeah, um, uh, when you look at a GRC, fast. you know, or something like that, it's just a, a one and done <sighs> yep. sort of thing. That's that's no way to build leadership.
0: Good good points from both of you. I don't really see it, but I think. I can't say it's
1: not a fit, so maybe it's a possibility. My favorite take from this is if you're already gonna get a defensive six well, just keep Jack. It looks the exact same theme, you're right. younger. Absolutely. he right. you knows the team, you know him. That's you're damn right.
0: Absolutely right. All right, yeah, yeah. Plug us out of here and get us ready for next week.
1: Uh underscore rapid on Twitter. Please follow us there. We'd really appreciate it. Five star review wherever you hear this podcast. <laughs> Give this. Give us a like and a subscribe on our YouTube channel. We really appreciate that as well. We like when you guys interact with us. Uh, tell a rapid a pit curious friend of yours that we exist, and they might enjoy three people talking about the pits on pits Giving every year. Wow! Um, thank you. Next week. <laughs> wow! Thank you. Wow. Uh, <laughs> next week we will be talking about the roster changes. This week, this, today we got a little look. Deep this into was very focused. Oppressors. Yeah. yeah. It is. But, yeah, press uh, next week I'm thinking we do a little of this maybe a mailbag we talk roster decisions maybe we throw some free agency names out there I love that so uh, we'll be talking a little bit more roster build
0: yeah absolutely franchise coming up the draft I was talking to Crookham today about draft prep and how they are all over the country watching games and, and visiting and kind of scouting out for that four picks they have a um, lot going on Lot to talk about like and subscribe on YouTube, become a diehard member at thednvr.com. Let me send you a free t-shirt. Let us get you a discount at the bar for a watch party tab. And did I miss anything, Dwayne?
2: I mean, I can take a minute to, to get <laughs> to get out, get us out on something if you like. Uh nope. Okay. We'll More important next than
1: everything, baby.
0: <laughs> Up the pits. <laughs>
1: All city like the
2: mayor.